Greetings, Body of Messiah. Mark Hooley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's Laws and Commandments. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. I pray that your Sabbath, when you're listening to this, has probably already passed, but that your Shabbat was good. You had a good day of rest, a good day in Yah's presence. A good day fellowshipping with your family or friends or if you just spent the day studying in your by yourself or in prayer or whatever the case however Yahweh led you to keep his Sabbath day separated from the world system I pray it was a blessing uh, let's turn to chapter 30 of the book of Deuteronomy I want to thank you for tuning in, everybody that's been connecting with us. It's awesome to meet other brothers and sisters. It's awesome to get their input uh, and see how Yahweh's been developing them and growing them in Yahweh's laws and commandments because we can all learn from one another. We can all receive impartation from one another. And today, what I want to talk about is the scriptures. And so, let's just get started. In verse 1 of Deuteronomy 30, it says, And it shall be, when all these things have come on you, the blessing and the curse, which I have set before you among the nations, where Yahweh, your Elohim, shall banish you, you shall bring these things back, to your heart and shall turn back to Yahweh your Elohim and that's what repentance is is turning back from paganism turning back from false doctrines turning back from everything that is rebellious and disobedience to Yahweh's laws and commandments to turn to him to turn to his laws and commandments and then it says and shall turn back to Yahweh your Elohim and listen to his voice according to all that I am commanding you today you and your sons with all your heart and with all your soul then Yahweh your Elohim will turn your captivity and he will have pity on you and will return and gather you from all the nations where Yahweh your Elohim has scattered you. Look in verse 6, and this is what many of us have experienced over these last few years. And Yahweh, your Elohim, will circumcise or set apart your heart and the heart of your seed, your family, to love Yahweh, your Elohim, with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. And Yahweh your Elohim will put all these curses on your enemies and on those who hate you, who persecute you, and you shall return and obey the voice of Yahweh and do all his commandments which I am commanding you today. And Yahweh your Elohim will make you abundant in every work of your hand, in the fruit of your body, in the fruit of your livestock, and in the fruit of your ground for good. For Yahweh will again rejoice over you for good, 
as he rejoiced over your fathers. Now when will Yahweh do this? When you and I turn back to listening to his voice. And that is what took place when Moshe, Moses, listened to the voice of Yahweh and was given instructions, and that's what Torah means. It means instructions. Some versions will use the word law. So his laws and commandments are instructions. So the Torah is listening to his voice. And everything in the Torah, everything in the prophets, everything in the Psalms, and everything in the Son of Yahweh, Yahshua, Yahshua, however you want to pronounce it, were those people listening to the voice of Yahweh the Creator. They didn't come up with their own theologies, their own religion. They didn't come up with their own things. Even, even Yeshua said in Matthew 5, 17 through 19, He did not come to do away with the Law and the Prophets. And it basically says He came to establish them. He came to show you and I how to live by the Torah. How to live by listening to His voice. How to live by obeying His laws and commandments. And then He says, And those that teach not to obey His laws and commandments literally means they won't even be considered in the kingdom. But those that teach to obey His laws and commandments will be considered great. So, hallelujah. So, the Messiah came not to come up with another religion, not to come up with Catholicism, not to come up and establish a new religion called Christianity or any other pagan doctrine, but He came to reestablish what His Father intended from the very beginning. And that was the Torah. That was to obey His laws and commandments. That was to keep the Shabbat totally separated from Babylon, from paganism. To honor His name, to worship His name, to know His name, to bless His name, to believe in His name, and to not misuse His name. And there are many other 613 commandments. Some of them apply to us, like, Commandments to women don't apply to me because I'm a man. And commandments to men don't apply to women because they were commandments to men. And so on and so forth. So some commandments apply to you and some don't. It doesn't mean they passed away. It just means they don't apply to you. Commandments for men are for men. Commandments for women are for women. Commandments for a married couple is for a married couple. Commandments for a single Individuals are for single individuals. Commandments concerning uh, dietary restrictions, you know, they're for everybody. All right. And then it says in verse 10, For you shall listen to the voice of Yahweh your Elohim to keep His commandments and His statutes which are written in the book of this Torah. 
You shall listen to the voice of Yahweh, your Elohim, to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in his book, in this book. Now, I would encourage you, read this whole chapter. Study it out for yourself, and you will see, and you will understand, if you don't already, that the scriptures, when the Bible refers to the scriptures, when Yeshua <coughs> referred to the scriptures, he was talking about the Torah. He was talking about the instructions that came from his father Yahweh to the children of Israel. Now, the scriptures, the Torah, the commandments, his laws are only for those that have been born from above, those that Yahweh has circumcised their heart by writing his laws and commandments upon their heart. When that takes place, they will have what I call the want-tos. They will want to keep the Sabbath. If you're an individual that don't want to keep the Sabbath, he, he has not written his scripture, his Torah, his instructions upon your heart. You just have religion. You just have religion. You may have a conviction, but you don't have the Torah. You are not born yet from above. Or if you have been, you've been deceived in error. You've been taught things that you should not have been taught that has led you down a path that is taking you captive into a religion that is not founded upon Yahweh's laws and commandments. And if you are living a life that is not founded upon Yahweh's laws and commandments, you are not pleasing the Heavenly Father, you are not following the Heavenly Father, Yahweh, you are not worshiping the Heavenly Father, Yahweh, and you are not grafted into Israel. His commandments, His promises are, are for Israel. Remember in Matthew 10, Yahshua told the disciples to go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He did not say go to the pagan nations. When you read in Numbers and Deuteronomy and Leviticus, this was all written and spoken to Moses as he was instructing the children of Israel to come back to Yahweh to come back to obeying his laws and commandments. And for some of them, it was for the first time that they were learning about Yahweh's laws and commandments and how they were to live according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. That's why the anointing upon my life, the anointing upon our ministry is all about Yahweh's laws and commandments. Do we know them all? No. Are we perfect in keeping them all? No. But we have the want-tos. We keep wanting to repent. We keep wanting to turn away from anything that is revealed to us that we are not obeying into the fullness. And we keep following Yahweh's laws and commandments. And most Torah-observant people have that mindset, have that heart. They're not perfect, 
but they keep they keep striving to know Yahweh's laws and commandments and to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments and when they see some area of their life that they have not been obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments they turn away from it and they turn to the Creator they turn to the Messiah they turn to to the deliverer to the healer now even remember in in um, Matthew 15 I believe it was when uh, the this pagan woman came to the Messiah for healing and deliverance for her child Yahshua said I have not been sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and healing is the children's bread and she agreed and because she agreed and did not try to debate the Messiah Yahshua recognized her faith and had mercy upon her now one thing that you will see when Yeshua healed people, in many cases he told them to turn away from their sin and to sin no more. Remember the woman caught in the act of adultery. He delivered her. He healed her. And he said to her, go and sin no more. Even to the woman at the well, he told her, to go and sin no more, that she shouldn't participate in having all those husbands like she had in the past. And there are many other cases where when people were healed, they turned, excuse me, they turned to follow Yahshua and to live according to the commandments. And that brings me kind of to my subject. Now, we know that Yahshua is the only begotten Son of Yahweh. We know He's the Son of Man. We know He's not Yahweh. We know that in John 1, 1 where it says, and the Word uh, was in the beginning, that Word is Logos. That means Yahweh's voice, Yahweh's laws and commandments, was in the beginning. And then verse 14, it said that Yahweh's laws and commandments, His promises concerning a Messiah, was made flesh. So Yahweh took His words and created a human named Yahshua through Mary, and He became the one that went to the stake to redeem us from our sin. <clears throat> Yahweh is our deliverer, and Yeshua carried out that deliverance by obeying the Torah, by obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments, and going to the stake for you and for me, so that by His stripes we are forgiven and healed. And let's just, here, let's just look at a, a few other scriptures, and then I'll get into the thrust of today's teaching. So in Mark chapter 12, verse 24, Yeshua answering them and says, Do you not therefore err because you know not the Scriptures, neither the power of Yahweh? So what were the Scriptures 
and what were the only scriptures that were there or that they knew at that time or that was written. The only scriptures that were written was the Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms. And Yeshua said to the Jewish people that they were in error and they did, they did not know or understand the scriptures. They did not know or understand the prophets and the Torah, Yahweh's instructions. So Yeshua is calling the scriptures the Torah. There are no other scriptures outside of Yahweh's commandments, Yahweh's laws and commandments. Now we know in Hebrews chapter 1, or maybe it's chapter 2, where it said, in the days gone by, in the, in the past, Yahweh spoke to his people through his prophets. So Yahweh didn't speak through the through Yeshua until Bethlehem, until he was born by a woman and was the son of man. He did not speak. And then it says in these last days, he speaks to us through his son. So from Bethlehem up to this current time, Yahweh speaks to us through the Messiah as well as through the prophets. Notice what is not written there. It does not say he speaks new scriptures to us through the apostles or through uh, Paul or through Peter or through James or through John. Now one thing I want you to think about, and this was awesome to me, and when you understand and you look at the scriptures through a Hebrew perspective, you know that the scriptures that are talked about in the New Testament, because nothing else was written, they were talking about the Torah. They were talking about the prophets. Or maybe something the Messiah said, Yahshua said. Now, this is my understanding. That when Paul sat down to minister to the people of Corinth, to the people that were coming out of paganism in Corinth, or coming out of paganism and um, plurality of God's pagan worship in Rome, or in Corinth, or in Colossae, or in Ephesus, or whatever the letter was that he was writing, he wasn't thinking that he was coming up with some new scripture. Excuse me. He wasn't thinking that he was, excuse me, that he was coming up with some new doctrine. Or that what he was writing was just as much the Torah as the words that Yahweh spoke to Moses or to the prophets or to the Messiah. No, he was just writing a letter. Same way with Peter, same way with James, same way with John. They were just writing letters to the Torah-observant believers 
that were in the cities that they were writing to. And they were writing letters to encourage them. Just like the, the, some of the books I've written, I mean, <clears throat> granted they were when I was in Christianity, so I haven't changed the pagan names yet in it. But nonetheless, they were not considered scripture, even though I quoted scripture. They were just me being inspired by Yahweh's Ruach to inspire believers on whatever the subject. Some were on healing, some was on prosperity. Um, maybe in the, in, in the future, I will be, especially when I retire and have the time, I can write some books about obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Well, those books are not, are not, are not Scripture. They're not looked at upon Scripture. I don't look at them like I'm writing Scripture to the individuals that read it. And I believe that's the same way. In most translations, <clears throat> when Paul wrote, it says uh, that a letter by Paul to the Romans or to Thessalon Thessalonians or to Colossians or to the people of Corinth. Or uh, when Peter wrote, he wrote a letter to fellow Torah observant believers. I really don't see it that when they sat down and wrote that, that they were thinking that they were writing scripture. That what they were writing was equal to what the prophet said, to what Yahweh said to Moses, or to what even the Messiah was teaching. They were just encouraging believers to obey the Torah, to keep the Sabbath, to keep walking by faith, to keep resisting the devil. That, that he knew that they were going through hard times just like all the other brethren were going through hard times. They weren't trying to tell them or teach them that some new doctrine like the law has passed away. That's just pagan, western, Christianity and Catholicism that were trying to add to those scriptures or take away from them. And see, Paul and Peter and James and John and all them, they, they knew they were not to add to the Torah. They were not to take away from the Torah or from the scriptures because they were commanded that in the Torah. And so they weren't trying to do that. They were just trying to encourage, just like teaching on YouTube, myself and many others, just like I was conversing with a brother today, and he was sharing things. Neither one of us, as we shared, thought what we were saying, that we were, we are speaking, um, how to say this, we, what we're teaching is equal to Torah. We were just sharing the Torah, something that Yahweh said or something the prophet said, or something the Messiah said. We weren't inventing any new, quote-unquote, doctrine or theology. And see, we need to look at the Scriptures through a Hebraic perspective and not through a Western, English, pagan 
teaching mindset or thought patterns. See, the things that we have learned for most of us in the West through Christianity, some things were biblical, but many things were so twisted and they took one scripture out of context. For example, Exodus 15, 26. You hear Christians, <clears throat> when they're speaking on healing, they will say that the Creator, they will use G-O-D, is Rapha the healer. But they never talk about the first part of that verse where it says that you need to do what is right in Yahweh's sight. You need to obey His statutes, His laws and commandments. Then He will not put any diseases upon you. And then He will be Yahweh, your healer. But see, they are, the one thing that I, had, I even saw in myself, because I was just as guilty, you would pick verses out of the New Testament and sometimes out of the Old Testament and you will try to make it say whatever you want it to say. And that is something that Christianity does and that is something when you come to Torah and when Yahweh opens your eyes to the Torah that we have to make sure we are not doing as well. All right, let's, let's look at a few more verses. Um, in Luke 4.21, Yeshua said, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Now, he was referring to what the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 61 when it says, The Spirit of Yahweh is upon me and has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor, to set the captives free, so on and so forth. So again, what was the scripture that Yeshua was referring to? Something that was written that Yahweh spoke to the prophet Isaiah. Alright? Um, okay, let's look at this. Luke 24, 27. It says... And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures. So he's revealing what are the scriptures. He's revealing here things that Moses said, the Torah, and the prophets. He wasn't, the Messiah did not come up with a new doctrine. He was establishing Torah. He was establishing Yahweh's laws and commandments. Let's find a, a few others. Let's just... Um, uh, let's see. Acts 17.2 And it says, In Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them... And three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the scriptures. What were the only scriptures that Paul had at the time? The Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms. That were the only letters. And see, that's what in the original language scriptures mean. It means letters. Even the Messiah's words, he could have spoke what the Messiah said. But it, but it wasn't written yet. 
And so scriptures, if you look it up in the original, means letters. So when Paul wrote, when Peter wrote, they were writing letters. They weren't writing new, new commandments, a new order of things. Um, again, it says here in Acts 17.11, And these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind, you know, what Paul was teaching them, probably about the Messiah, and about the commandments, the Torah, and about the prophets. And then it says, And they searched the Scriptures daily. They searched the Scriptures daily. What were the Scriptures? It wasn't the letter to Rome. It wasn't the, the letter to Corinth. It wasn't the letters that Peter wrote, but it was the Torah, Yahweh's laws and commandments, the prophets, and the Psalms. And they'd said that they researched them to see if what Paul was saying was true. And we know in Acts, I believe it's 24 or 26, that it says that Paul, here, let's see if we can, if we can find this real quick. In the book of Acts, chapter, let's see if it's in 24 or 26. That believing in the Torah thing. Yeah. It's chapter 24, verse 14. Chapter 24, verse 14, it says, But I confess, this is Paul, this to you, that according to the way which they say is a sect, I do serve the Elohim of my fathers, believing all things written in the book of Revelation. No, it doesn't say that. In the book of Romans. No, it doesn't say that. It says in the Torah and in the prophets that Paul believed all things, not two-thirds, not 95%. But all things in the Torah and in the prophets, which included dietary restriction laws, the Shabbat, the feast days, Yahweh's name, so on and so forth. So, um, now here's something as I begin to close. If you just look in 2 Timothy. Now, we know and we're familiar with 2 Timothy 3.16 that says all Scripture is inspired by Yahweh. Here, let's turn in there. Bear with me. It says in 2 Timothy 3.16, all Scripture is written by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Now, understand this. The only scripture that was then, that was available then, was the Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms. 
even what the Messiah said was not yet written. So what Paul was encouraging the brethren to focus in on, that the Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms is written by the inspiration of Yahweh's Spirit. Now, I wanted you to see something else. In <clears throat> chapter 1 of 2 Timothy, Now, I understand <clears throat> that many um, theologians don't believe that Paul wrote as many scriptures or as many books or letters as we've been told that he wrote. Now, when you read verse 1, I can see why they would say that. Look in verse 1 of 2 Timothy chapter 1. It says, Paul, an apostle of Yeshua, Messiah, <clears throat> by the will of Elohim, according to the promise of life, which is in Messiah Yeshua, to my dear beloved son Timothy, grace Mercy, peace from Yahweh the Father and Yahshua Messiah, our Master. Now notice, now if you are writing a letter to an individual to encourage them in the faith, or you're just writing a letter to a brother or a sister or to an aunt or an uncle or a friend, usually you would start out, Dear John, say, or you'd say something like, to my, to my friend, or, or something to that effect. You would not write, Paul, an apostle of Yeshua Messiah. Now, if Paul was writing that, he would have wrote, I am an apostle of Yeshua Messiah. He wouldn't have said, Paul, an apostle of Messiah, Yeshua, by the will of Elohim. Now, he, that just doesn't make sense. But if someone else was writing to Timothy, maybe on behalf of Paul, or maybe not, they would have said, Paul, an apostle. They are referring to another individual as they're writing this letter. So that makes me wonder, did Paul write this letter? <clears throat> or did someone else write this letter on behalf of Paul? Or did someone else write this letter masquerading as Paul? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not a theologian. But again, when you start to read the scriptures with a Hebrew mindset, you will understand and see things that you never saw before. Now, if this was Paul, verse 1 wouldn't have been in there. He would have just wrote, To my dear beloved son, Timothy, or Timotheus. We had a friend in, in Roswell, New Mexico, and his name was Timothy, and we called him Timotheus. Brother Hugh and I and our families, we called him Timotheus. I always think of him when I see the word Timothy. So... What I'm trying to communicate is that the scriptures 
First of all, our letters. They're written. And the scriptures that Paul referred to, John referred to, James referred to, Peter referred to, Yahshua referred to, were all the Torah, Yahweh's commandments given to Moses, the first five books of the Bible, they were the prophets, and they were Psalms. And I now see that except for the Gospels, and I now understand except for the Gospels, the letters in the New Testament, the brethren, Paul, Peter, James, so on and so forth, did not sit down and write these letters thinking they were equal to the Torah as far as being the Scripture. No, they were just letters of encouragement. There were letters even of rebuke when people were, were getting off and sidetracked, getting off in sexual sin, and the, Paul had to tell them to repent and come back to obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Just like when we say, you know, we need to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, and if you're disobeying Yahweh's laws and commandments, you need to repent. That's not, we're not writing scripture. We're just speaking what was already written in the prophets, or in the Torah, or by the Messiah. When we say that you should not hold on to the traditions of men, instead of the commandments of Yahweh, we're just rehearsing what the Messiah has already said about the Torah. We're not coming up with something new. And so, I wanted to present this to you, because one, I tried to research much of this, and I only heard of one brother that taught on this, and he only taught on it just very little. That when you read Paul's writings, Peter's writings, they did not think that their writings were equal to the Torah. They did not sit down thinking that I don't I, I just don't I don't see nothing written about that. There was two verses in Peter where Peter used the word scriptures, and Christians have taken that to think that Peter was writing scripture. No, he was referring to the letters that were already written because there was nothing written at that time in the New Testament. Peter was not writing scripture. He was referring to what was already written by the Torah, by the prophets, in Psalms, and through the Messiah, what the Messiah verbally communicated. They were verbally communicating. When Paul preached, when Peter preached, they were verbally communicating what was already written. They were not coming up with their own theologies like Christianity wants you to think. Just go read Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost came, when they were keeping the feast in Jerusalem, and, you know, people were speaking in, in other tongues, and they were falling over, looking like they were drunk. Peter said, no, this is what was already written 
in the book of Joel. He he didn't say this is this is a new thing. This is a new Christian doctrine. He didn't say that. He said this would would be to confirm. Here, let's just turn there. Let's just turn there. Book of Acts and we'll shut her down there. And just go over this in you may have some other thoughts and some other things. And even if you disagree, just be, be respectful. Be kind. Don't be, don't be ugly because chances are you're going to come to a place down the road. Oh, I now see it. How many times I, I thought, that's not, that's not accurate. And then, you know, Yahweh puts my size 12 foot in my mouth and says, shut your mouth. And now you see. All right. In Acts chapter 2, let me just find it. In Acts chapter 2, in verse 16, he says, But this is that which has been spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, Yahweh says. Who said? Yahweh. I will pour from my spirit, Yahweh's spirit, on all flesh, and your sons, your daughter shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. I get so many dreams, I now must be considered old. I used to not get that many dreams, so I guess Yahweh's saying I'm an old timer now. And also, I will pour out my spirit, Yahweh's spirit. The Ruach HaKadosh is Yahweh's spirit. On my servants and, uh, and handmaids in those days, and they shall prophesy. And I will give wonders in the heaven above and miraculous signs on the earth below, blood, fire, and vapor of smoke. And I'll just stop there. But nonetheless, it, it shows you here that Peter did not come up with some new thing. He was... Referring to what was already written. He was referring to the power of the scriptures. To the power of Yahweh. And he quoted the book of Joel. And that's the mindset through the renewed covenant. They were always quoting what was written in the Torah. They were always quoting what was written in the prophets or in the Psalms, or they mentioned what Yeshua said or did. They weren't coming up with some New Testament, um, new doctrine that Christianity wants you to believe. No, it's all about the Torah. It's all about what is written, and what was written when this book was written is the Torah, the Prophets, and the Psalms. That is what is Scripture. Peter, James, Paul, John did not think and did not look at their letters being equal to the Torah. They were letters to encourage believers to live according to the Torah, to keep the Torah, to love the Torah, to worship Yahweh, to be faithful to His name, to call upon His name, Yahweh, for salvation. 
So I pray that this inspires you. I pray this may give you some enlightenment. I know when Linda and I heard this, we both said, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> so nonetheless, Father, we thank you for this teaching. We thank you for this word. We thank you for this inspiration in righteousness from the Torah, from the letters that Paul and the brethren wrote, and from the Psalms and the prophets. We thank you for your instructions. We thank you for your laws and commandments. As we seek to live according to the scriptures, and we know that the only thing that are considered scriptures are the words of Yeshua and the Torah and the Psalms and the prophets. And we refer to them. That is scripture. So, Father, we worship you for this understanding. And we pray, Father, for those that don't understand this, that they would come to this understanding. Yes, and just like we were, we were blinded too. We pray that you would give them sight, like just like the or Saul when he was on the road to, the, to Damascus. You came, Yeshua, and blinded him with light so that he would then begin to see and understand what was written, how to properly discern it, to rightly divide the word of truth. And then when you opened his eyes, he saw things clearly and was repentant. And so, Father, let Christians and people in Catholicism, our family and friends and other people that we know that are still stuck in that Babylonian pagan religion, and this is not to condemn them, but that they would come out of it. They, yes, they would see, Father. And Father, we just bless you. We worship you for this Sabbath. We love you. We honor you. We thank you for writing your laws and commandments upon our heart, mm -hmm. circumcising our heart according to Torah. And Father, we love you. We bless you. And Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters. We bless them in the power of your name. Those that may have some kind of sickness or COVID or that they're hurting in their body, Father, that you would quicken them by the power of your spirit, by the power of your spirit, and that you would resurrect them up into health and healing in Yeshua's name as they continue to obey your laws and commandments. And Father, until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make his face shine upon you. Yahweh give you wholeness, shalom, that every part of your body, every part of your spirit, every part of your mind, every part of your finances would be healthy, whole, sound, and complete, and that you would lack for nothing. In the power of his name. If you want to connect with us, you connect with us. We also have a podcast on Spotify. You connect with us at YahwehYeshuaAssembly.com is our website. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Yahweh Yeshua Assembly. We have a page. Also, if you want to connect with me personally, Mark Pulley, P-U-L-L-E-Y, and Mark is with a K. So until next time, Yahweh love you. Yahweh saturate you with the power of the Scriptures in the power of Yahweh's name. Shalom, shalom.